0: This is the story of the midge and the beef, sealed away for years, and the seal finally broke. Welcome to the show. Howdy, folks. So, for today's show, it is just myself. Unfortunately, karma isn't here because beef tested positive for COVID. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, whoa, how did he get sick? Well, he was making out with a guy at work that had COVID, that's how. And it was it was pretty weird. We were like, hey dude, he tested positive positive. and he's like, I don't care, and he should have shoved his tongue down his throat as far as he could. And then he got COVID and was really shocked about it. So <laughs> <laughs> because Beav got COVID. Karma decided not to come on because I worked directly with Beav all the time. Twenty-four seven. We pretty much, you know, fucking hand tools back and forth, touch hands, all that happy shit all day long. Breathing each other's air, intentionally sometimes, because I was an idiot. and I was like, hey, you got, Mike got COVID, and I was like, sucking in, trying to get it. Well, it turns out I might not have it, because I had a badass immune system is what I'm going to go with. Actually, I'm going to go get tested today to see if I got it, and all that happy stuff. So, this was supposed to be the big Christmas episode, and it just happens to be me in a fucking room talking to myself. It's a little weird, not going to lie. I am dressed in my fucking elf... <laughs> Elf outfit with fucking, hope that picks up, little jangly fucking bells everywhere. It's a cheap-ass outfit, $60, and the buttons have already fallen off the front of it because they were just hot glued on. A little disappointed. I was hoping that uh, my co-hosts here would be able to see me in my wonderful chipper of fucking attire. I don't know what they were going to dress up as. I, they were ne- We never told each other, so it was going to be a surprise when I came in fucking jangly and shit. I, I thought it was going to be fantastic. So, with with all that out of the way, and your expectations hopefully lowered quite a bit of how good this show is actually going to be today, welcome to the MB Machine Podcast. I'm The Midge. And, yeah, that's about it. So, we'll get right into this, this motherfucker here. So, right off the bat, Karma would like me to inform you all of a holiday message she had. She wants to say, Merry Christmas from Karma to all of our fans, friends, and family. Your support is the best gift I could ask for, and I'm beyond blessed to tickle your ear holes once a week. I mean, I I can I can say pretty much for a fact that Beeve and I feel the same. There, she just said it better than what we could say it. We want to. We, we really do appreciate all you guys tuning in every week and just listening to us chatter. We hope you enjoy it. I mean, that, that's what we're here for. Is for hopefully, hopefully once in a while we tickle your funny bone. I I mean, it. I hope, I would hope that either between Beave Always Laughing, Karma doing trivia and, and saying little smart remarks, and then me just randomly screaming and hollering about random stupid shit would at least make you laugh a little bit. If you're rolling your eyes listening to it, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry because you could just turn the motherfucker off, but uh, maybe, maybe, I, I. how about this? I hope that you find something that you can enjoy, but you'd still recommend our show to someone else that you could think of that would enjoy the show. So, since I got to do all this all my damn self here, I got to figure out where karma left the uh, uh, plugs for our websites and shit. So if you want to get a hold of us uh, or just even have an idea of what's going on with the next episode, we usually release a teaser. You can find that on Facebook at the space MB space machine space podcast. Also on there, Mick usually has something really funny to say. It's a great thing to to, to check up on us, see what we're doing, what we're going to release. And we usually have an update on there once a week about the episode. Hell, we've even started sharing the episodes on there so you can directly link it if you can't find it on your own fucking streaming service. Our Insta is mbmachinepod. I don't know if we're still using that, honestly. Uh, I haven't checked that in a while. And then Twitter, which I don't know if we're using that either because I haven't checked that, is at mb underscore machine. We also have a website, which we are slowly utilizing, and extremely slow, like picture a snail running, and that's that's how fast we're getting this website up and running now. Uh, the website is thembmachinepodcast.com. It's actually pretty cool, real cool layout, check it out. So when you think Christmas, what, what, what do you all think? Uh, well, shit, that's what I would say if my co-hosts were here, so I guess I'm going to tell you what I think of what of when I think of Christmas. Elves, Santa, eggnog, and drunken people. For some reason, the picture of a Santa being drunk and his ass showing up in the air pops in my head when I think of Christmas. We also have poems because we did a poem for Thanksgiving. We have a poem for Christmas. And here we go. Season's greetings. Money's short. Times are hard. Here's your fucking Christmas card. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, everybody everybody felt shitty, even the mouse. Mom at the whorehouse and dad smoking grass. I just settled down for a nice piece of ass. When out on the lawn I heard such a clatter, I sprung from my piece. I sprung from my piece to see what was the matter. Then out on the lawn I saw a big dick. I know in a moment it must be Saint Nick. He came down the chimney like a bat out of hell. I knew in a moment the fucker had fell. He filled all our stockings with pretzels and beer and a big rubber dick for my brother, the queer. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> He rose up the chimney with a thunderous fart. The son of a bitch blew the chimney apart. He swore and he cursed as he rode out of sight, Piss on you all and have a hell of a night. Well, that that's the first time I actually read that poem. So, uh, that, that's something else. That's from Karma. Uh, yeah, that was Karma's little contri- contribution to the episode today. Man, I'm, I'm just going to go on a whim here and, and say that, that it's a lot harder to do this by yourself. And I have much more respect for anyone who has their own fucking... YouTube channel or podcast because I don't, I don't know how you do it. So I guess we'll just talk about my life real quick. So I finally got a new car. It's, it's still a jalopy. Don't get me wrong. So it's not really new. It's new to me. I paid $740 for this thing. It's a Chevy Malibu and it actually is pretty nice. If you don't mind fucking mold and trash and shit in it, the previous owner didn't take care of it it really well, but you know, it could, could be a lot worse. I totally understand now why Rodney Dangerfield just had a bunch of one-liners as his stand-up. Because you don't have to care if there's nobody out out there to listen to you. Because you know they're funny, and it's easier to do. I'm just, I think I'm thinking about this too hard. Yep, way too hard. Oh, so, Karen Goldstein was supposed to be on for the the episode coming out last Wednesday. Unfortunately, because beef sucks dick and got COVID. (sighs) She ain't gonna be coming on for a minute. So we'll talk about my life real quick. You know, I I didn't ever imagine coming over to my best friend's house all the time to record a podcast twice a fucking week. (laughs) Like when I think about it, last year in January, I was working at a job I absolutely hated. I had no prospects of getting the hell out of there. And then towards the end of January, I got my new job, which gives me all the time in the world to do whatever the hell I want which includes starting this podcast and committing a bunch of time to this motherfucker. It's gone really, really well to, for me. Like I watched uh, watched the analytics of it go from having just six people tune in to at least 40 people per week listen to the podcast now. I don't know who you 40 are because uh, me and Biva talked before. We have not told 40 people about this. So I just want to say that I appreciate all of you, and I'm, I'm glad that we're getting content that's actually worth a fuck. Well, at least I imagine it's worth the fuck. It might not be worth the fuck. It could be that you're all just fucking, you know, feeling sorry for us and like, hey, I'm gonna put a listen on, and, and that might be it. You know what? You still make me feel good, even though you're doing that out for pity because you're like, ah, no one listens to this shit. I still appreciate you. But along with that, you know, I, I got, I got my brother to give me, give me his car that he's had for seven years. I fixed that up, got it running, and the motherfucker broke down again. I know that tore apart my garage. Trying to find a short, pretty sure I know where it's at, but double check on YouTube because YouTube is fantastic. If you have any questions about what you're doing, check out YouTube. The only problem is if it's very obscure and very niche, it's, it's hard to find good, solid evidence of what you should do what you do. So the stator wire that comes off the back of the alt I'm pretty sure I could just cut that bitch and attach it to the negative side of the terminal. But no one else has done that. They all say just run a wire from there to there. But if you have the wire next to the fucking battery like I do, you can just cut that bitch, attach it, and then if it works, you're good to go. If it doesn't work, you can just put a splice in real quick and it'd be fucking just as good. So I don't I don't understand why no one's done it. There has to be a reason. I'm sure someone's tried it. i like, hmm, this is why you don't do it. No one has put that up on YouTube or anywhere I can find. So my my rabbit is unfortunately part for the moment. I'm going to tear that motherfucker all apart. And then put it back together and hopefully it runs. I mean, I did it with the Chevy Malibu that I bought. I didn't have to tear it all apart. I just changed the wheel bearing and uh, and the caliper and fucking got a car that runs and drives. So, I mean, and then that's the other thing. Like, I've been needing a vehicle. I haven't been able to keep my word to a lot of people. I started working for a farmer. And he's like, hey, how much time can you can you commit to this? And I was like, well, I have six days off. And I thought I had a reliable, reliable vehicle at the time. But clearly I didn't. So he's called me a couple times and been like, hey, can you come out and help? I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I can't because my my 83 is not working right now. And he, he even recommended a dealership for me to take it to, but I don't want to take it to the dealership. I'm a rather proud individual if none of you have figured this out yet. And I like to do things my motherfucking self and my own motherfucking time. Much to Majette's dismay about the, on, my own, on my own time. We've gotten quite a few arguments about wanting to get something done. Needing to get something done, but I don't feel like it needs to get done, so I don't want to do it. And then she has to sit there and get a cattle prod and fucking zap me on the balls to get me to do anything. Well, the only thing she don't know is I'm kind of starting to enjoy the cattle prod. You know, it gives me a little tingle down there. When when you hit a goddamn tree, the, the sensations just kind of leave. Just uh, don't do it for me anymore. Just little light touches. Like it used to be a fucking my dick get hard as a fucking rock when the wind blew. Now it's got to be fucking damn near. Uh, uh, just picture. Uh, uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, most men can do this. My hand just gripped really tight, so I can get some sort of sensation down there. It's it's rather unfortunate. I mean, I had my thirty first birthday. I don't think I did anything for it this year. I mean, I haven't celebrated a birthday in fucking years now, because fuck birthdays. And let I me, mean, it. Who gives a shit? It's one fucking day. Uh, I'd rather just keep living my life like it. Every day is fucking special, not just fucking one day. Like why? Why would you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want every goddamn day to be special and unique instead of just every fucking day being bland? yeah, fuck that. One day ain't enough. I want multiple days of fun and fucking fantastic shit happening, and then I did get to go hunting this year with my father on opening day, which was really fucking nice, I haven't got to do that in a long time, I sat in, I sat in his truck with him, because he's, he is a wheelchair bound, well not wheelchair bound, what would you, I mean, like, 75% of the time in a wheelchair, so I'd call it wheelchair bound, but you know, well, however you look at it, he can use his crutches to get around, but he ain't gonna run no fucking 50 yard dash, that's for damn sure. And if it was a 50-yard dash, he ain't making any record time. He'd be more like a 50-yard cross-country. That's, that's what he'd be doing. So, you know, I got to go hunting with him. It was it was a good time. We, we seen one deer driving out, but, you know, I can't shoot through the windshield because there's a fucking windshield there. So that deer got away, and then we just kind of sat and shot the shit. I don't know if any of you have ever just sat with your parents and just talked. Like, no one else, just one of them, by the way, just a single one, just sit with one of them and just listen to them talk about their lives. I learned about his best friend for... He, I think it was his best friend for 10 years, but he, he unfortunately, uh, jumped out of a car and got ran over uh, that friendship kind of ended a little earlier than what it should have. And I got to hear a little bit about him and my dad going on a hunting trip, oh, not hunting trip. Sorry. <laughs> going hunting uh, on this property with uh, I believe he said 22s and they are just walking through the woods. And then a deer popped up and he went to his, his best friend went to pull the trigger and it went click. And the deer, you know, tucked down and they started laughing about cackling because, you know, you dumb shit, you didn't have your gun cocked, ha, 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 ha. Well, so the deer popped back up again and he real quickly cocked it and shot the motherfucker. And it, it wounded it, didn't die, so then my dad had to go up with his gun and shoot it in the head to make it stop screaming. Deer don't really scream, it's more like, ah, but whatever. Then he proceeds to tell me that he had to throw it over his shoulders and they had to run three miles back to his house. And I was like... Dad, why'd you have to run three miles? Well, we don't know where we we're at. So essentially, my dad told me a story about him poaching a deer with his best friend, who was a giant, by the way. And I don't know anyone who could throw a fucking deer carcass over their shoulders and run three miles. But apparently, that motherfucker could. But what else happened this year? It was really great. I mean, I got my new job, which gives me six days off a week. eight Eight, ten hour days in a row and six days off. And it's, it's fantastic. I learned to get to play video games more. I get to pretend like I'm going to start working out more because I'm getting old and I don't like it. I, I bought a jet ski. I went jet skiing a lot this year, and that was a great time. I recommend anyone who has never been jet skiing, stand-up jet skiing, by the way. No, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're on the water and jet skiing, who cares? But stand-up jet skiing is a ton of fun, especially once you get to finally stand, because it is it is not fucking easy. I, don't, I remember watching Driver just scoot across this water like he's fucking done it all his life, and then I went to go just kneel across it, and I fucking immediately flopped over and fucking started drowning myself. Like, you, you want to waterboard yourself? Get a jet ski, flip over, and keep the fucking throttle pulled. You'll waterboard yourself pretty fucking well. So, you know, went and bought a jet ski. Haven't paid that guy yet. My bad. I have the money in my pocket, as a matter of fact, to pay him. I just haven't put made a time to go down over there and give him the fucking money, which I feel horrible about. He doesn't listen to this podcast. So you ain't gonna hear none of that. But I still owe him fucking money. He's still been cool enough not even to... to pester me about it and I feel really bad about not paying the motherfucker he even let drivers snag the jet ski and take it home so I can work on it which I'm not gonna I couldn't fucking work on it because I have a reliable goddamn car well now that I have a semi-decent jalopy it's still a jalopy it's 2004 I didn't spend more than a thousand dollars on this motherfucker because I'm cheap ass I will now hopefully have time to go and work on the motherfucker once I get it insured and the license uh license get it plated there we go get it plated get plates for it there we go that's that's what i'm trying to say oh there were, there were no rats in it it sat for like three years but there were no rats because there was fucking bees all over this son bitch i found one two three at least six hives on the in the doors in the trunk fucking all over the place everywhere it was insane i'm glad i picked it up in the winter because in the summer i wouldn't even went nowhere near it Oh, and Shout out to Majette. She fucking knows her shit when she's trying to clean out stains from carpet and stuff. I didn't know that vinegar and some dish soap shit would help. But wow, did that work like fucking charm. Honey, I love you. You're amazing. And I'm, I am, I got married this year. That's what all the, the fuck I did on July 14th. I got fucking married. Never thought I wouldn't in all honesty. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, I do want to give a shout out to Curly. She has literally tripled our Facebook followers. And I really appreciate that. And guys, please like and share the page. Like and share the posts. That little bit m- helps us reach way more people. My cousin shared my post and it reached 44 people. I, I just want you guys to share it a little bit to see if maybe there's someone else out there that could find it hilarious. I I hope every damn day that I wake up and there's fucking 300 plays like there was the one fucking time. In one two-week period, we had 300 people play it, uh, 300 plays. And over 200 unique people tuned in. I don't know where the hell they went. I think they just disappeared because (laughs) we don't have that same following week after week again. It is a bitch getting a podcast going and started. And now when I look at YouTube and I see someone's got a 1,000 plays or a 1,000 views, I'm like, God damn, just getting that little bit is a bitch. Especially if you live in the middle of nowhere. I mean, if you think about it, if you're in New York and you start a podcast, you can tell 10,000 people pretty fucking quickly. Like, it's in the streets. Like... You can just fucking tackle them if you want. I mean, I wouldn't suggest that. It's probably illegal to tackle people. I mean, it's illegal to restrain them. Definitely don't think that they're burglarizing something. You got the right to chase them down and shoot them with a shotgun. Like them three people did down in fucking uh, Georgia, Atlanta, south, south south of here. South of Michigan. And three crazy motherfuckers that chased that dude down and, and shot him because they thought he was a burglar. Don't do that. I'm not encouraging that. But if you wanted to get in their way and sidestep in front of them and keep talking at them about it, you could. As a matter of fact, if any of you people can find somebody that doesn't know about the M B Machine podcast and tell them about it, random person it has to be random, can't be a fucking coworker, can't be somebody you know, and you do it, I I don't know what we'll do. We'll we'll fucking shout your name to the heavens and say how great you are, and our 40 listeners will know that you're amazing. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's 40 more people than you already had liking you and thinking you're great. Who doesn't want more people to think they're great? That kind of wraps up my my. I'm doing great this year, but I think I'm doing great every year. As a matter of fact, my boss. <laughs> so originally when I started, I had every weekend off because the building wasn't opened up yet. So every weekend, we I would leave on Friday and be like, hey, have a good weekend. And they'd say the same. They'd come back on Monday and they'd be like, how was your weekend? We'd all ask because there wasn't shit going on. And every weekend I'd say it was fantastic. And and then my boss finally told me it was in about mm, April-ish. So that'd be like three months in of us working together, he's like, you always say it's great. I was like, it is. I'm not here. Like I'm not working. I'm on my own time again. Like I'm still high off of having time be mine again, that it still makes me happy when I think about it. Like, holy shit. I have, I have all kinds of time and I've been visiting family more. Like I've, I've got to see, I went to fucking Tennessee. Like that's, yeah, I got to see, I went to fucking Tennessee. It was a great fucking time. It was a week, week vacation that that I wouldn't be able to take if I worked fucking at my previous job because I'd have to be fighting with other people to get the fucking time off. And that's the other thing. I don't care how much time you give me. If I can't use it, what good does it fucking do me? None. None, son. Absolutely fucking none. I also thought about Bad Mouth and Beavemore and Karma about how they're being bitches for not coming on the podcast. But honestly, if you, got, if you test positive for COVID and you don't try to avoid people, you're a piece of shit. It's just like if you have the flu or a cold, and you don't try to keep it from spreading, you're a piece of shit. You should stay away from people. I'm not saying you should stay home. I'm not saying that you can't go places. But if you know you're sick and you're not trying to avoid people, you're an asshat. And you can continue to be an asshat because that's your, your right to be an asshat. I was talking to my brother the other day. I think it was yesterday, the other day before. It doesn't fucking matter, the other day. And he was saying that, that he was talking with a, a Vietnamese fella who l- works here, doesn't live here, And he said, no, he has a citizenship. And he said that he has never voted. And then a lady proceeded to try to preach to him that if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. And that's some bullshit. You have every right not to exercise your right as that person who has to exercise their right. If I choose to walk down the road with the fucking gun on my hip, that is my right to do so. Doesn't mean I have to. And just because I don't doesn't mean I don't want the right. You don't have to do something that you don't want to do. So if, if you you sit at home and you're like, I don't want to vote because I don't like either candidate, there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, if you do that, that's your right to do that. And I encourage it. I encourage you not to vote if you don't like either candidate. This idea that you have to vote because the other person might win is insane. The, the two-party system is is evil, folks. There is no good side. <laughs> there isn't. There's no way to lo- you're not, so I guess I guess I shouldn't say there isn't. I don't believe there is. And you can't convince me otherwise. I'm not going to vote Republican just because the guy says he's Republican. I'm not going to vote Democrat just because he says he's Democrat. That's insane. It's insane to think that... And it's also insane to think insane to think that the president's going to fix all our fucking problems. That's not how the fucking government's set up to work. The government's supposed to be... The, there's the fucking executive branch, judicial branch, and legislators branch. And they all work together. When you have a president that's, that just does executive orders, that's going around the branches. That's literally not the balance of power supposed to have. So yeah, I'm not. I'm. I don't encourage you to vote if you don't want to vote. And if you do vote, good on you. And I hope you vote for for good reasons that that you can go to sleep at night and be like, I voted. I voted for who I want to win or not to win. I guess it doesn't matter. Realistically, it's your goddamn opinion, just like it's my goddamn opinion that it doesn't matter. It might matter to you. So one thing I've talked about a couple times on here that I want to work on myself is is I want to learn how to play the damn violin. So growing up, I. Uh, my parents didn't have a ton of money, and then my parents split, and a tuba costs a lot of fucking money. If I remember right, Beev was telling me that his trombone cost like $1,500. That's a lot of fucking money for a, a, a fifth grader to spend, sorry, not a fifth grader, but a parent to spend on a fifth grader that they don't know if they're going to be into music or not. So I've always kind of regretted not having a, like, being in band class because I, I've i not been able to play a music instrument and I don't even know how to read music anymore. I remember in first, second or third grade learning how to read music. And I, I remember it. I like, I, I remember learning it. I don't remember what it is. I don't remember what any of the lines mean. I don't remember what any of the notes mean. It's been so damn long and it's so hard to, to find anything to teach me. I've looked online and I found a couple of places, but ultimately, if I don't find an in-person instructor, I don't think I'm going to do it because I I feel like I'm not doing it correctly. And I'm a a perfectionist when it comes to things like that. I don't like doing things wrong because I've always remembered when people when I was younger would point out that I'm doing something wrong and they'd be complete fucking cocksuckers about it and not try to teach me. That's one way to really piss me off is like you're doing it wrong, but then you have no information on how to do it right. So if you think I'm doing it wrong and you don't know how to do it yourself shut the fuck up go eat a dick you piece of shit with that I think I think today today's the day folks today is December because you're going to listen this two weeks late December 13th and I'm going to go home and I'm going to practice the motherfucking violin and I'm going to enjoy it or I'm going to hate it I'm going to break this on bitch either way I got two violins at home there's no reason why I haven't done it yet well I th- I I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it I babble on long enough uh, <laughs> long enough for at least three people, I feel. Nah, yeah, not three people. We'd still be talking for the other two up here. But I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. I hope you all have a fantastic time. I hope you all just have a, a wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful week of family gatherings and laughs. Many laughs. A lot of fucking laughs. So many laughs that you fucking shit and you laugh. You, sh- you laugh while you shit. <laughs> all right. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode. Tune in same time, same place next week for more laughs and in-depth thoughts. Basel and au revoir.